Hey, so today we're talking about how Trump just got impeached for the second time. Damn. And my first comedy show of 2021, tell you how that went, and the tough decisions you have to make during a pandemic. Are you ready? Welcome to the St. Michael Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to... The St. Michael Podcast, one man's attempt at business, family, and comedy. I'm your humble and gracious host, Michael Agbajan. And before we continue, and before we start, you know we got to introduce Super Producer, Simi Yom. Are you ready? What's good? What's good? What's good? We're live and direct <laughs> from the second episode of 2021 of the St. Michael Podcast. Let's, let's rock. Let's man, rock. episode 54, bro. Yeah, man. I know you... This is a, a a great start to the year so far. Um, I'm, I'm I'm in I'm in my, my, my myself right now. Um, everything's going well. I expected uh, following following my past uh, fasting from uh, from Twitter per se and uh, just just yeah, you know, boy, continue. boys are limited from that that Twitter right now. How's that? How's that going? It's going good, man. You know, I'm, I'm finding different stuff to do. Um, my spare time, like I said, I'm learning different skills. Um, Putting my energy to, into different things, you know, um, inside of just scrolling from Twitter for like thirty minutes and not doing anything. So, uh, you know, just at the same time, I'm keeping myself informed on the on the news. So, so I was telling him earlier, like, you know, I've been switching up my focus too. You know, it, it was before, it was like, like fifty percent social media and extra distractions, and then it was like twenty percent, um, basically procrastination. And then 30% work, maybe even less than that. But I noticed that when I'm on these certain platforms and I'm watching other people do their work and I'm listening, getting more information, more gems, all these different type of things that I find through social media, YouTube, all this, that I started feeling a little bit odd inside because I'm like, man, I'm getting information, but I'm also not doing the work I really need to do in real life. And that's when I know, like, I always tell this to people, this is what I've always told people for probably like the last like 15 years is that when you see that you're getting either a little bit envious or jealous of anything, that is literally a trigger for you to understand that you're not focusing on yourself. Mm. Like mm. that is that right there. When you, when you hear that, that when you're focused on somebody else and you're triggered by them to either be jealous or envious, that it's a reminder to yourself that you're not focusing on what's important, which is you. Yeah, so moral of the story of that, you know, uh, stop hating and focus on, focus on yourself, man. Yeah, tell me this. Tell me this before we even get to that. Like, do you think this, someone introduced this question. It's like, do you feel like some people are just there to see you fail? Yeah. Just around you to see you fail for of real? Of course, of course. Okay, and, <laughs> and your, is your focus on not making them right or is it more like they don't, they don't matter to you? They don't matter to me at all. That's good. That's right. Because at the end of the day, bro, um, I would say this: people are temporary, right? People are there for different seasons. So, I mean, listen, if if you if you're gonna be on that type of energy, bro, I, I really don't, I really don't care for you. Like, you know, just just another. They never really expose guy. themselves though, because some people are like on still on your friends list, still locked into you, just because they want to kind of either be there to pick you up, you know, hey, hey, sorry that didn't work out, or really just to watch and see. 
the L's you take if you make an L, because you know you've ever heard you've heard of Schoenfreude, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Being jealous, not jealous, um, being feeling joy out of someone else's downfall, you know. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of Schoenfreude around that everyone has. So uh, don't be surprised by that. But you know, right now Trump, he just got impeached, and you know, if you don't already, if you haven't, you know, been watching uh, last week, this exact same day, they stormed the Capitol. You know, and I didn't even have enough information at that time to even understand it. But I'm about to give you the, the entire behind the scenes. It's not going to be long. Just a really quick cliff notes about it is that, OK, I thought they just came out of random, like random people just stormed the Capitol. But apparently Trump had a had a rally that same day. And in that rally, he was saying some things that were somewhat like sensational. Like he said at one, <laughs> like, yeah. and this was also happening during um, the transition of bringing in Biden to replace Trump. So this was kind of calculated. So everyone knew that something special, something different was going to happen on, you know, January 6th. And this was bubbling all through like the, I wouldn't say the deep web, but definitely like surface level where people are planning to go up to the U.S. Cap. People are driving from all over Colorado, Texas. Yeah. New York, everyone's come from everywhere to go to this particular rally because apparently this is where, you know, Trump is expressing how much, you know, he's been robbed from this entire election. And they're at, they're about to certify the, the, the votes for uh, Biden. So he kind of wanted to disrupt that. And he said some things that I know himself. I know he he know he knows that he went too far. Yeah. And the reason why you know that he went too far is because he hasn't commented on the deaths because anything like you're talking about five people dead, right? Uh, um, I think what two police officers? Yeah, two police officers. And I, think, uh, I think it was three riders. I believe. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. And so he hasn't said anything about them. And I don't even want to know what's going to happen when they have those funerals. Like, is he going to even show up? Is he going to say anything about it? But you know, you know, when you did, you went a little too far. I think that's what he pushed yeah. it. Hell, well, hell, he, he he didn't even say anything when uh, when Herman Cain uh, got COVID and he, he passed away. So man, yeah. that's wrong. Yeah, and, and, and funny thing is, Herman Cain got COVID at one of his uh, uh, <laughs> rallies. At rallies, bro, <laughs> with no mask. He like, yeah, it so was sad, so sad, bro. Yeah, and you know when you have people who just care about themselves, that's all they care about. Um, that's why I always relate them to like Kanye. You know, I can't. For myself, Kanye, he's inspirational in certain senses, but as a personality, couldn't get along with a person like that. Um, not even have a person like that in my circle because they take up all the air. They only care about themselves, you helping them, you know, them not helping you. And that's kind of what it is. And uh, Trump, I see why he likes all this attention. Think about it. He's saying the right things to the right people. And people are kind of like, well, how is it that you believe in Trump? Or not me personally, but people believe in Trump because he serves people in other ways and they excuse the bad behavior mm -hmm. that's the thing about it it's kind of like you know when people date certain women for the wrong reasons and they'll let her do whatever it is that he she wants to do to to the guy because really he's there to provide the money mm -hmm. and she's there to provide the things that the, the things he likes playing with or whatever it might be and they serve each other. And again, his audience is, you know, they're getting a lot out of him when it comes to certain decisions, when it comes to immigration, mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to what's happening with, you know, uh, manufacturing and all the things that he says to them. They're like, hey, look, this is everything. His actions are excusable. But this one was different just because 
A, it could have been a lot worse. Luckily that, you know, I mean, people came with zip ties. People were had police uniforms and things on coming in with zip ties and they're looking for uh, Nancy Pelosi so they could kidnap her. Yeah, hold her, hold hold her, her hostage. You know what I mean? It's like this whole thing is just like crazy that this actually happened. And they said that they didn't like they weren't prepared. And I, and I feel like how is it that one of the most essential places to guard, almost like a Fort Knox, you weren't prepared? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it took 45 minutes for support or anybody to even come. They didn't call the National Guard, you know, and I think they had a video of even Trump, you know, like um, like while he was seeing them, like, take over the, you know, the Capitol. He was just, like, watching, like, did you see it? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, like, he, he likes it, you know, so... Um, but you know, they wanted, you know, Pence to, to pull the 25th amendment. You, you familiar with the 25th amendment? I'm yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar. I, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with it. Yeah. So basically, you know, they, they want, they want the vice president to, to take, to take Trump's, uh, to uh, take the president's, uh, role and do, and do it and do his thing the way he wants it to do. Yeah. Because we only have a few days left and people are like, okay, he cannot be in any position right now of power with what has already happened, because it could, if it gets worse, we could see the destruction of democracy yeah. in, in America. So they literally like banned him from everything. I'm talking about Twitter, YouTube, YouTube um, Facebook, Facebook, Snapchat, um, even his Stripe account. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even for his, uh, his ability to um, even make transaction, even Deutsche Bank uh, stopped uh, taking them. Like, People have stopped because they're like, whoa, I think we're complicit in this. You know, like yeah. we're like there is a moment where it goes from free speech to dangerous. You know, like there is a thin line there. But uh, th- what just happened, the fact that people died and that woman who I guess she was a like she was formerly in a, in a military where she was like jumping over and like uh, vice. Uh, uh, yeah. Vice President Pence's security. You saw that? Yeah. I had him up then. Boom. I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's some crazy stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, but, you know, he wouldn't pull the 25th Amendment. They banned him off everything. And then just now, right before we even started this podcast, it's announced that Trump has been impeached for a second time. You know, the first time for, you know, that whistleblower situation. Yeah. You know, withholding that money to, um, it wasn't Russia, but uh, what's the part where under Russia? You know, the people who are fighting Russia, they want that. They want to have their own territory. Uh, it's not clicking for me right now. Yeah, but you know that is just what happened, and you know again, you know Trump hasn't arised. It's it's kind of been, you know, pretty crazy because this is like been the main focus in this entire week, really. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, they're saying that we're somewhat in recession right now, and that people are really hurting and really starving, and families are really in need. I mean, people right now are choosing or making the hard decision between. Um, you know, like food and health insurance, those who are working, you know, there's a woman I saw who was talking about how, you know, her insurance didn't even cover the insulin that she, that her son just got diagnosed with type one diabetes. Yeah. And he's in need of insulin. And she went into the pharmacist and she, you know, did everything she needs to do. Basically they said, Oh, it's going to cost you a thousand dollars to get this. And she's like, hold on. I work. My husband works. And, I can't even afford to get my son insulin, you know? And she's like, something's incorrect. Like something's wrong. Like the insulin was cost. I think it was like a thousand dollars. She said, I don't even have a thousand dollars to spend for my son, you know? And how do I tell him this? And, you know, so people right now are 
really trying to like choose, okay, what is, what's most priority. And when you have to choose between your health or food, it's like, wow, you know, like those two things are pretty much the same. Yeah. Like I said before, hopefully, you know, like the 600 is the down payment to what Biden is going to potentially, uh, most likely will give us when he's in office. So the thinking about another, the thinking about, about giving out about the, uh, the two thousand, the two thousand stimulus checks, and um, upping the unemployment to back to six hundred, back to where it was uh, last. Oh, six hundred uh, on top of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. six hundred additional empl- unemployment, unemployment on top of yeah, yeah. So they want to extend it. You know how long they said they were extended? I'm not sure. All I know is this: this unemployment right now it ends in uh, like early March. So hopefully, you know, Biden will have something in, in, in place when he comes in office to to extend it. You see, you know, while Biden has it hard on him, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. But this is the best time for him to come in. Like, it's gotten to that point to where people are like, okay, we need to change directions and find something, especially like in a time now where we need to look at unity. Like, Mm -hmm. if it was where, let's say this just happened and Trump is entering his second term. Imagine that. Ooh, imagine terming. Oh, my. Yeah, Yeah, just imagine, you know, if that was the case where he's entering his second term now, you know, like. It just would have been so much worse. And that's why I said, like, you know, again, I don't really sway either way when it comes to Trump or Biden. I could really care less because I'm really focused on what I need to do. And I know there's things that affect it. But uh, Trump, you know, to me is disastrous. He's problematic. He's a huge problem. But, you know, um, Biden at least he's saying the right things. Like, he's going in the right right direction. Yeah, yeah, he's saying the right things. The only thing for him is to execute him. That's it. Yeah, it's to execute him. Yeah. As long as Biden executes, hey. But, you know, the Democrats are a little bit too extra when it comes to uh, the amount of help. Sometimes it's just not very targeted. You know, like, mm-hmm. they just throw it to everybody and just don't want to help, you know, certain businesses versus, you know, people and how they help them. Like, to me, there, I think there are situations where you could – and that's just do too much. But in a, in a place where you don't get enough in this nation anyways for what you do, it, there really isn't a, there really is no such thing as too much when it comes to the amount of money that they could give you on top of what you're already making. Yeah. Because you know how much they take, you know, the amount that they take in taxes is crazy. Crazy. Yeah, the amount that, of your free labor, what you give, you have to break off this amount. It's like, wow, like, you know, if you, if you Google search taxes, the first thing that comes up is, Taxes are fraud. <laughs> taxes yeah. is stealing. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, like there's nothing you can do about it. But you know, it is what it is. Um, recently, I just uh, did my first show, comedy show of uh, 2021. It was actually uh, 51st jokes at uh, the the Stomping Ground Comedy. You ever heard of it? Never heard of it. But uh, how did your show go though? It went well, bro. Look, this is again. I'm gonna kind of break it. You know, break it in for you. So. Yeah, they had 50 first jokes. So it was basically 50 comics out of Dallas that they could put together and they put them back to back. And you're going to go up there. You do your first joke or your first minute of 2021 mm-hmm. and got there. Literally, I was, so, I was super nervous, by the way, because I haven't been on stage since March. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I'm I like, oh, man. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, all right, so I'm going to see what the climate is. I have my mask on and checked in everything was all good and then you know this is at this time and this is outdoors super cold i'm talking about right now it's like 35 degrees so it's super cold they have like hot chocolate they have all this type of stuff on the outside 
one guy brings a fire pit that was live, you know what I mean? That he brought that and um, basically start to fill up. So, you know, when I got there, it was like 20, 30 people there. Then it started to get like 60, then 90. Then it was like 120 people there, you know, with about a third of them being comics who were going to go up anyways. Right. Yeah. So uh, basically, you know, we did the whole microphone cover. It's like almost like a condom for, for the microphone. Mm-hmm. You got to do, did all that. Uh, you know, everyone started to go up, start to go up. Then it's my turn. But see, here's the thing. Right before I even got to that point, I was, I was trying to talk myself out of even doing it. I was like, man, maybe, you know, this is putting me at risk for COVID. I'm making every excuse I could think of. Like this has put me at risk for COVID or maybe, you know, this is problematic because, you know, I'm, I shouldn't do it unless I'm going to you know, be consistent with it. I have all these reasons. Like maybe I should just go home, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. There's so many voices in your head. Yeah. So many voices. Cause I, it just seems so much worse than what it really was. Cause I'm like, man, I'm so, I just felt like, what am I even doing here? So then at some point they called my name, you know, and right before then I was going to start with this whole joke about like stimulus checks, mm-hmm. but I'm like, nah, something, something told me change it up. Right. So I came up there and I grabbed my, Hey, what's going on? Yo, what's going on everybody? And look, right before I forgot because I had so many things in my hand, the whole microphone condom thing to cover my mask, making sure that's right. That I forgot to hit record, which, you know, doesn't really matter. I'm going to have more shows to, you know, share with y'all. But in this one, I came up there and I was like, the first thing I was like, Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'll start looking around. I was like, it, I thought this was a food bank, you know? And then everyone started, you know, laughing from that. I'm talking about like food bank and, the stimulus checks, so I, was, I leaned it in with that. Then after that, I talked about my employees, you know, as far as, you know, um, when they become disgruntled. And that was about a minute. And that really went well. And I was like, wow, this feels good. And I wanted to do something right after again, you know. And um, so, yeah, I want to make this more often because I found out that it's not as wild and crazy out there as I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be where, you know, like everyone's on top of each other, laughing, but no, like you really can't have pretty large, pretty decent sized shows that sound good with pretty, you know, good relationships in the area, good environment, and it not be at risk for anybody. So yeah. um, that I was happy about. And I left there feeling inspired, feeling better, feeling great, and just kicking it with all the people because I knew about, you know, 10 of the comics that were there. And, you know, we was all just kicking it till somewhere around. So this started around seven and it went all the way to about 10 o'clock. And then that was a wrap, you know, super freezing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. It's freezing. Yeah. It was freezing. But you know, some people just told their joke and left, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And some just kicked back and, you know, but it was really good, you know, seeing all the people and just, but being out, uh, being back out since March felt really good. So I really enjoyed that. And then right after that, I had to, like I told you, I'm more before I was, you know, 50%, you know, um, social media, just, perusing the internet or whatever, 30% procrastination, 20%, no, no, 20% procrastination, 30% actual work. I've switched it up now to where I'm focusing on myself to where it's like 90% productivity, you know, and then I reward myself with all the extra things because I I, I realized that when, when you're not really focused on yourself, you have all these things that you think are important. They're not important at all. Like there is not like literally all these juicy things that you see that people talk about. It seems cool. It's something to talk about, but it literally has nothing to do with you. And it has, it is none of your business, you know, but you make it your business because there's nothing, you're not working on your own business, you know? Yeah. You know, and you know, I went focused on, I'm talking about, again, I I talked about this early on in the podcast about sometimes it, it, it will take me 
three minutes to do something I procrastinated for for six months. Mm. I'm like, why didn't I just do that? And then I actually focused and said, wow, it, it is a lot that, you know, I, you know, I lean to, you know, the internet or to social media or to anything that just keeps me away from the work. Sometimes I'll do the worst thing, which is hop on the phone and ask somebody a question because me, I could be quite loquacious when I get on the phone. I talk a lot. So we're getting back and forth in the conversation. And next, you know, my entire Sunday spent conversations. Mm. Didn't do any type of, you know, uh, pre, you know, pre meals, didn't set up my day, didn't set up my week. I just pretty much spent it laughing, talking about this, you know, bonding with people, which is still a plus, but again, it really has nothing to do with the things that you already need to take care of for yourself. You have to figure out your priorities, you know what I mean? And, um, this whole week I've been working with the hiring and, uh, I, been doing interviews and I've been doing these zoom interviews. I love how they've been going. And there's one particular person who stood out like this girl was number one. And I was like, wow, this is finally, this is a knockout the park. This is a home run. And then she tells me, Oh, actually, you know, I'm in Dallas temporarily right now. We'll be back in March because you know, my husband just got a job, just got accepted. So we're probably gonna have to wait till then. I was like, man, you got my hopes all up. I said, this kind of feels like it's like, like a job fish, like catfish type situation. Like yeah. you did all, we, we, we report super great conversation. You seem like the perfect fit. And then you came with the, the snafu, you know, and that didn't work out. But then the second one, the person who I wanted a second now became number one because this person is not the, you know, the one to rely on. And now she's my main focus. And I like her, like what she is able to bring, you know, a, um, she had a, uh, background in um, customer service already by being a flight attendant. And that right there already shined, you know, two, three years as a flight attendant, I already know what you encountered, you know, and that's the same type of people you're going to encounter when it comes to my business. And I was like, okay, that's good. The customer service background as well, the accounting background. I mean, there's so many things I was like, this is great. So I haven't made a decision yet. You know, uh, this decision will be made in two days where I'm going to set up for the second interview where we're going to meet in person, not on zoom, going to show them everything, how it works, make the offer. If they accept the offer, we start work that next day. Mm. And so I'm just super ready, you know, to get in that new muscle, bring them into the door, show them what's going on, you know, show them around the place, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let them get comfy, you know what I'm saying? Grab an apple real quick, eat healthy, you know, just work with my actual team, you know, focus on myself again, waking up earlier you know, uh, having a better morning routine, uh, being more present, not focusing so much on the future and all the things to come, but enjoying the things of now, you know, uh, that's super important. But uh, so far, that's where I'm on right now. Uh, anything new with you, bro? No, besides my, uh, my journey, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm chilling, man. I'm going to leave this uh, to myself. Yeah, well, that's good, though, because, um, I, I, you know, I didn't want to come into 2021 with any expectations, but so far, I think not having expectations, why it's so good, you know, because there's a lot to learn. Cause last year, you know, everyone's kind of like, uh, what's going to happen. You don't know. Yeah. But this year people are like, all right, I could do what I need to do. I got to do it safely. I got to mitigate the risk. So right now people are balancing risk over reward, you know, and that's kind of where we're at right now. And I'm glad everyone's able to have the introspection that they needed in 2020 
to, to give them that motivation, inspiration that they need for 2021 so they could go out and get it. It's going to be the year. Like, if you say it, it's going to be your best year. And now you can focus and have the right people around you. And you don't have to worry about going to no events and no party and disappointing nobody. All you got to do is just make yourself happy. And that's all you got to worry about. Yeah. Power of the tongue, man. Power of the tongue. Yeah. So, again, I really appreciate you all joining us. We're going on to the second segment with me, myself, and Bly, my beautiful wife. Uh, always a juicy conversation. Ready for that. Uh, thank you for joining us on the 54th episode. We will see you again. Peace out. Peace. Later. What up, though? What is zoo? What it is? What is zoo? What the lick read? <laughs> what? What the lick read? What is the lick read? You know what a lick is? Like you about to catch this lick? No, like oh. lick like what's going down. Like what the lick read? I ain't you never, never said heard that? that. That's a Dallas thing. Is it? I don't know. I've never heard that before. There's a worldwide thing. <laughs> it's not worldwide. Worldwide in, in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> worldwide in Dallas. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm really. I feel really good. For real? Yeah. You know, after um, <clears throat> such a troubling week. Oh, why was it troubling? Well, you know the whole <coughs> Trump situation, mm-hmm. uh, or the riot of oh, the Capitol. Yeah. That's Crazy. literally like the number one thing mm-hmm. on TV. I know. That's all people are talking about. Yeah, but you know, I guess there's a lot to unpack there. I guess you know. Yeah. And it just makes you wonder because you know. He's still in office and, you know, time still tells, you know, on what is left mm-hmm. of his, you know, but they banned him off everything. So they did. But it's crazy because, I mean, like, why don't he just leave? Like, just leave peacefully. You know what I mean? <laughs> just like walk away. You know, like you've, you've been you've been beat. Like, yeah, but he doesn't think he lost. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. That's the issue. Yeah. And, you know, um, they're playing all these. You, look, everyone's just trying to collect information. But the thing mm-hmm. is that. More likely, it's gonna get like crazier as it like it might be a conspiracy. Yeah, you it know, could be. like who funded it and who right. you know organized it and who all like once they maybe connect all the dots, it could get kind of crazy. It's already crazy. I'm like, can it get any crazier than this? Yeah, but you know, I thought I could avoid, mm-hmm. you know, um, like certain news just because of the frequency of, you know, like there's a sales pitch when it comes to how they like you know, uh, report news now, Yeah, you know, and well, not now. It's always been like that, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, let me just try to get the pure truth. Let me just, but I don't want to go in and try to decipher through, you know, mainstream news of, okay, what's the truth? What's this? So I kind of like let things settle first. And then I kind of look at that, read into it, do more research and then kind of apply from there. But it's just been a long, crazy week as like uh as far as like facts go you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's been a long crazy year and the year just started <laughs> you know <what laughs> yeah it just like, did it's 2021 and it's already like crazy yeah see, but, but you know out there talking about some see 2021 gonna be my year it's gonna be it's gonna be great it's like no it's still the same <laughs> like nothing has changed yeah nothing has changed no. if anything you could say it's about to get worse it's about to get worse exactly but, you know i don't think it is because you know i felt like I, you know, I said this in the first portion about how 2020, you're like, you know, you didn't know what to That's do. That's true. Yeah. This year, you're like, all right, you know, it's still kind of crazy out there, but mm-hmm. I know how to move. I know how to. That's true. I know how to move. Yeah. Just keep that mask on, wash your hands, and you good. Yeah. You I know. mean, for me so far, for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, just we've been COVID free the entire time. Mm-hmm. We still need to do that test to kind of see if we ever if had we it. we ever had it. Exactly. 
But I mean, I think so. I think we did. We don't, we don't even need to take the what test. What makes you so confident? Because, Look at you. Because like you were tested for flu and you were tested for something else, right? And it came up negative. They were tested for the flu and AIDS. AIDS. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it was the Just flu joking. and something else. But they never tested you for COVID. I don't even think they had COVID testing at the time. I don't yeah, think so. No. So you didn't even get tested for that. And then um, when Kenzo was sick, and I remember taking him, they tested him for the flu as well and it came back negative mm. so i feel like we all had it you know but you know black people always trying to get at it first we had <laughs> yeah, first. yeah yeah we yeah had i had first. that first. No, no, I, mean, right? I was super sick back then but it's true you were so <laughs> sick i was just like what is this mm-hmm. you know so who knows i don't know how's your week been my week, I mean, it's been okay. What, today's Wednesday, so I'm just, like, counting down the days before I'm mm-hmm. off again. I got a three-day weekend, y'all. I'm so excited. Man, it's going to be a long one, too. It's it's be, not yeah. in a bad way, but a good in way. In a really good way, yeah, because I'm off Friday, and we are going to a wedding. So I'm assuming it's going to be, like, a small, intimate wedding. I'm hoping. So we're doing that Friday night, and then this weekend we're going to Houston. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we're going to go to Houston. And um, we're going to see your goddaughter for her birthday. We try to go every year. For the most part, we've been successful at that. So I'm excited. We get to see your brother and the kids and my sister-in-law. We always get to chop it up. I know. And then we always eat. Like amazing soul food. When we yeah, go. So I know. That's I what you're looking for. Look you at know, you. you uh, I'll be having my order ready. I'm like, all right, who's going to go pick up the food? You know, I already know what I want. What do you want? I always get, what is that, the... The blackened catfish, I mm-hmm. guess. And they have like this or sauce. Or smothered catfish. or Maybe like a smothered, yeah. Because they put this like creamy sauce on mm-hmm. top over a bed of rice with a side of like um, candy yams and like the greens and the mac Ooh. and cheese. And they always give you like that free cornbread. And I love cornbread, but they cornbread ain't that great. Yeah, I think that's why it's free. Yeah, that's why it's free because <laughs> it's not sweet. It just literally tastes like cornbread. Yeah. So I just be like, I don't eat that. And then we always, you and I, we pretty much get the same exact thing. Or sometimes mm-hmm. what? Did, have you, did you get the oxtails one time? Yeah, but you know I like the fish though. You do like the fish. And I be trying to convince you. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you get the yeah. oxtails, I get the fish <laughs> We're going to split it. And you really be eating all my fish. I'm like, what's good? I know I do. I be eating it all. And then we get the baked chicken for the boys. <laughs> they, get the bo- they get the boring stuff. It's kind of too spicy, too. Yeah, it is too spicy. They always complain about how spicy it is. But the food is so good. And I feel like every time we go, we have to, like, stop and get it. I forgot the name of it, though. Mimi's or something like that? I think so. I think it is Mimi's. I was yeah. going to say Sweet Georgia Brown, but that's here in Dallas. It's Dallas. And I still haven't eaten they're so full and our hair is like the best. Yeah, yeah, we need it for real. Like we were super tripping. I know, but that's like a drive and I'm not trying to, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it ain't within 20 minutes, like I'm good on it. I'll try it, you know, when I'm in a neighborhood, which I'm never in that. There's no reason for me to be in that neighborhood. So it's like, yeah, I'm yeah. Not, you know what I'm saying? You know, there's a, you mentioned about a, a wedding that we're going to go to. Yes. I remember I went to a wedding um, that had a Kool-Aid fountain. What were your thoughts? Was this like in the same neighborhood as Sweet Georgia Brown? No, <laughs> but a Kool Aid fountain. Because I was like, hold on, you know, but it wasn't like a beautiful, not no ice sculpture. Yeah, it wasn't like Kool-Aid that. It looked down. like the ones that you plug in. You know those little, um, you like a slushy machine? No, no, no. Okay, it's a three tier, mm-hmm. and it was like plastic, maybe about nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, it was plugged in, mm-hmm. and it had one. It had two of them. One, one had red. Oh God! One had blue. <laughs> one had blue, and you know it's plugged in. You hear, you know. Yeah. And then I was like, "What is this? It's like Kool Aid." I was like, "Y'all better get out of here." It's like, no, I know y'all probably thinking it's like ghetto, or whatever, like that. But 
We got to get to our roots and be true. Yeah. What roots? Mm-hmm. Where does what? Who was who was making Kool Aid back then? What are you talking about? What <laughs> yeah, roots? yeah. He was like, you know, just keeping it authentic. You know, like just un- understand that. You know, um, the whole we can't take the person out the hood or we can't take the nah, hood out the person. Y'all was being cheap because it takes like what twenty five cents to make Kool Aid. <laughs> twenty five cents because all you gotta do is buy the packet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the thing of sugar is what a dollar, and mm-hmm. then you got water. You they probably use uh, faucet water. Who knows what it? Yeah, they got and they had little from. plastic cups. But what? I was like, I was like, yeah, no, not even in glass. Mm-mm, just little plastic cups, and I thought they were. I couldn't really tell. I felt like they were kind of making it like. Um, too real. That's, you know what I mean? That's way too real. <laughs> like, okay, so what did y'all eat as far as, like, dinner? Fried chicken? Oh, no, 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 no. Even more. Oh, God. Because I don't want to go too descriptive because, you know, people might piece it together. I was about to say, were they barbecuing? What was no, no, no. Um, but, you know, the parents brought, you mm-hmm. know, um, the food. Mm-hmm. And they made pre-to-go plates for each person. So was this, like, during COVID or, like? No, no. This was... Yeah, we was outside. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, that's different. I mean, I don't want to go in on y'all, whoever it is, but that's different. Yeah, I know. Super. <laughs> like, like when I that's saw unique. it, I said, y'all trying to get, hold on, hold on. You know, because you get there, you're like, hold on, what are y'all trying to, y'all trying to provoke me? Yeah, what are y'all doing? Yeah, because I was like, am I not supposed to say anything? Because I was like, hey, bro, what's this? And he's like, bro, you know what that is. I was like, it's, it's Kool-Aid. I was like, bro, but you got a little, then we got a little plastic cups. I was like, y'all trying to make what? this. You know, they try to make it like, um, even there's a part of it where they're playing dominoes to the side. Mm-hmm. Wait, time out. So they had the wedding, then this is the reception. <laughs> and they had like, you know, in the little lunch area, they had all the food already packed up. They had the Kool-Aid, all that. And then right there off the side was like all different type of like cards, dominoes. Like they wanted to make it like from the streets, even though it's not from the streets at all. So like, I know I thought it was like a, like an inside joke. It gotta be. I mean, I get it. Like just keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? They keeping it. That's just like, that's, all that's too real. Yeah, hey, I'm letting be. I letting boys know I got out the mud. Like, <laughs> did they rent like a hall or did they have the wedding at like a house? A church. Why they just didn't do it at the like at the house? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just I mean, look, everybody's different. Everybody celebrate different, but you know that's 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 too real for me. Yeah, I yeah, never, no, it's very real, all know, the way I real. I ain't never been to no wedding like that. <laughs> like I've been to some like. People from the hood who got married, but they ain't never been to a wedding like that. I know. I even if you go to the a wedding in the hood, they ain't gonna force it like that. No, they're that. not gonna force it. Like I even went to a baby shower in the projects, and the only ghetto thing that I saw was like the mom who was pregnant mm-hmm. was cooking and smoking at the same time. Wow. So to me, I was like, this is like some hood stuff, mm-hmm. you know. But as far as like a wedding and all like that, I've never heard that before. You know, it's crazy because. I just realized, I think y'all say project. Yeah, we say projects, yeah. But, but we no, say, it'd be legit projects, though. I know, I know, for real. Yeah. But I'm saying that projects is, is that a New Orleans thing? Or No, 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 not our projects in New Orleans thing. I'm saying that calling it projects versus calling no. it like the hood or... No, because, you know, like in New York, too, they say like the Marcy projects or whatever. Like mm-hmm. they say projects, too. Oh, so, do, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so we call them, we don't, I mean, you could say like, 
low income or the hood or section eight, but in New Orleans, there's so many hoods, but like if you lived in the legit projects, like the building where it's like a million people live in a building that can only hold 300 people, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like super run down and just like super dangerous. Like it's legit called the projects and each project had its own name, but you know, driving by, you're like, oh yeah, that's the projects. I'm looking at right now. It says, why? I said, why do they call it the projects? It says, rather than trying to spread the people throughout the community, as many places do today, they mm-hmm. simply built large buildings yeah. or group <coughs> or groups of buildings specifically for the poor. This construction was called a housing project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And these, you know, areas became uh, known as the projects. That's what it is. The projects in, that's in the hood. <laughs> they in the hood. Damn, I didn't know. That's that's kind of a dark little history, though. Yeah, it's, they built mm-hmm. a community project for, um, or project building, I guess. Yeah, it's a building for yeah. for, for poor, poor people. people. Yeah, for poor people. Housing project, mm-hmm. and they called the projects. Yeah, the projects, and I know growing up, like we had, you know, my parents probably not probably, but they did have friends that lived there, and. We had a f- maybe a couple of like distant family members that lived there. And I remember going visit and I'm like, whoa, this life is not for me. Like yeah. where I grew up, it wasn't perfect. You know what I mean? Like it was a little hood too, but like going to the projects for me, it was just like a eye opener. It was like totally different. I was like, man, I ain't never seen nothing like this before. It reminds me of that, uh, uh, that documentary you saw last night. Oh, crack? Yeah. Man, if y'all haven't had a chance to watch it, definitely watch it. Yes. I was at work talking about it to two of my coworkers. Um, one is Hispanic, the other guy's um African American, black, whatever. And I was telling them about it and it's like I'm over here like schooling them mm-hmm. because I learned so you know, we learned so well, maybe not you. I know you learned mm-hmm. also, but I learned so much watching that documentary because, you know, just to even understand like where crack came from like i didn't know it really came from like cocaine and they broke it down on how you can make it and how it got like dropped off in the projects and you know how it was being sold and used and people were addicted to it and how it was like tearing down families and communities and the 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 violence the 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 drugs everything the, came, like they broke it, it down chaos. no look they broke it down they did very clearly where you're like whoa this where was, it was a- political too Man, politics was so strongly involved. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was funny because it was we had we were already in 44 minutes and they had 44 minutes left. And I was like, I don't know if we're going to get through this. I was like, this is kind of long. But I mean, we were like sucked in. Mm -hmm. Look, I was sucked in thinking that Bly might not be (laughs) really watching it. Right, right. But I was really watching them. Bly was like, I know this is boring to you. I was like, no, I'm I'm really watching. This is interesting. Like me, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I like stuff like this. You know what I mean? Don't look at me like I, I can stay up. I was making sure I was like, "Are you into this?" You was like, "No, I'm into it." I was like, "Okay, cool," because I'm into it. Yeah. I was all in it, and it was just so hurtful to see, like, you know, families being torn apart by this drug. But what hurt the most was the fact that, you know, not only were they arresting drug dealers, minimum sentence was, was what, like ten to thirty, mm-hmm. ten they, to forty, ten to forty. They were also arresting drug addicts. Like, if you were addicted to crack. You were going to jail. Even t- oh, even sending mothers. Mothers, fresh out the hospital, newborn, one-day-old newborn baby. Police coming up in there, either handcuffing them to the bed or taking them to jail literally moments after they have a baby because they're addicted to crack. Yeah, and it was even worse because they wouldn't even test the baby. <laughs> They'll just arrest the mother yeah. just off of hearsay of yeah. her admitting that, right. you know, that she, like, that she has a... 
I guess, a drugs. Drug? Yeah, yeah, a drug issue or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And just, just to see that, you know, they would arrest yeah. these women, send them to jail. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. And what sucked to me, too, is the fact that these women were, there was one particular nurse, they said her name, and I guess she became famous because this is what she was doing. She would, you know, pregnant women, uh, specifically black women, I'm, and I'm assuming some Latino, but mostly black women, would go to this doctor or this nurse, and she would ask specific questions like, are you on drugs? Have you taken drugs? Are you are you doing crack? Whatever. And the women will be like, well, you know, am I going to get in trouble if I say anything? She's like, no, I just need to know so I can write it down. Mm-hmm. And so here you are as a pregnant woman telling your nurse, like, yeah, I, I am doing drugs and, you know, I am addicted and I do need help. And this nurse was calling the police, calling mm-hmm. the FBI agents. It was like, hey, come get her. She's about to give birth, but come pick her up, like send her to jail. And I thought that was just so horrible because these women or men who were addicted to crack, who was begging for help, they weren't getting any type of help, any type of assistance. It was like, no, just put them in jail. You know? the, the best part about the documentary, Crack, mm-hmm. is that they were really uh, firm on getting evidence. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like they could have just showed that woman, uh, the the nurse who was just writing it down. They could have broke it down, had an actor or something like that. Right. They actually had her. They had footage. You have her yeah. writing it down and people like suspicious asking like, what are you going to use mm-hmm. this for? It's like, oh, it's just for me. I'm just, exactly. I just want to know. And then Real she used video. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. And then the whole CIA mm-hmm. and Nicaragua mm-hmm. and, you know, like the community, you know, really being upset about the whole, you know, like them being behind it. It's a where right. does come from? It's like, wow, this really. It was so good. And it, I, I'm assuming a lot of it was filmed in the, uh 80s like late 80s 70s early and 90s. 80s yeah so it was like you know obviously the, oh yeah yeah the 80s yeah, the yeah, 80s, 80s 90s mm-hmm. and so the footage that they were showing was like real video footage that was taken back then and like you know it even hurt you obviously I'm I was hurt by a lot of things that was on this documentary but the fact that you know people who lived in this community black and hispanics mostly were like yeah get the drug dealers out of here get the 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 drug addicts out of here. We just want to clean up our streets, which I do understand. But once they did arrest all the drug dealers and all the drug addicts, it was like, that was it. Mm-hmm. Like you had homeless people because they were just like strung out or, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't have a place to live or you had people living in the projects and you had abandoned cars and trash everywhere. People sleeping on the streets. And even though they cleaned the streets with all the drug addicts, not all of them, obviously, but most of the drug addicts mm-hmm. and most of the drug um, dealers, it's like there was no money put back into the community to rebuild it. They mm-hmm. just kind of left it the way it was. And it just looks, it was just so sad and so horrible to see that. You yeah. Know? And to think that they didn't correct any of the mistakes that they made yeah. from the past when they arrested so many people. Right. Even given that, like, you remember what I think Lil Wayne was the one, I guess he put it on, like, everyone's attention to talking about the difference in crack and the difference in cocaine. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about, you know, like, you can have five ounces of crack mm-hmm. and go go to jail for 40 years. Mm-hmm. You have five ounces of cocaine and won't even get a misdemeanor or something like that. Something it's crazy. crazy, you know? Because I guess back then, or maybe even now, cocaine was seen as, like, a luxury drug, like, in order for you to, to snort cocaine, you had to be rich. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's probably why it was seen as like a luxury thing. Whereas crack is like, that's cheap. You know, like Whitney yeah. Houston say it was like, crack is cheap. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought it was so crazy. And the fact that 
crack became popular because now this is from the documentary Richard Pryor. He ended up catching, he caught himself on fire. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was smoking crack and nobody really knew what crack was until it was put out that Richard Pryor was, I guess, smoking it and he caught on fire or something. So now people are like, okay, what is this new drug that celebrities are now taking? Mm -hmm. And that's when everybody was like, okay, we need that. We need need to take that. Well, I think he was the first person who uh, put it on um, on everyone's radar that there was um, a cheaper version. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's like, what's free base? What's free base? Yeah. And then, again, people were making it like Rick Ross was saying. The original Rick Ross. The original Rick Ross, yeah. Talking about people go through the whole process and science and making free base. And he's like, we just packaged it mm-hmm. and sold it as is. And he yeah. was like, man, talking about how he's making a million dollars. I heard that before, though. Um, but it make, making a million dollars a day. I can't believe that. A million dollars a day? Mm-hmm. Man, they had teenagers on there. Well, they're grown men now. But they when they were teenagers, like 18, 19 years old, drug dealers, they were making like $1,000 a day. Mm-hmm. I was like a thousand dollars a day. That's from the start. Then they from said the after, start, after yeah. that they started making multiple thousands. Yeah, and then they're like, "You talking about he's a I like he's sixteen or fifteen, mm-hmm. and you know he's over here buying a car cash. Yeah, and didn't even know how to drive. Yeah, didn't even have to, a driver's <laughs> license. He drove the school to show off, and he didn't even have a driver's license. Yeah. Didn't even know how to drive, and mm-hmm. he bought himself a BMW. And it was crazy how they just let everyone do what they did, like yeah. because all the police were paid off. And basically, no one cared about, you know, um, like, I guess those areas. Mm-hmm. People were buying crack and coke and, and police heroin were just kind of freely. Like turning their head on. They didn't even say anything. And what the part that I didn't like, and which is why people, I guess, not people, but black people specifically don't really trust the police, is because during that time, police officers, they would, you know, catch the drug dealer but then they would take all the drugs all the money all the guns from the drug dealers and then the police will go out and resell it yeah and keep the money you know and that's like okay that's why we don't trust you yeah. you know what i mean because first of all y'all weren't y'all were in the community y'all see the the drug dealing happen but nobody was stopping it and then they i guess they figured out okay well we can basically rob the drug dealer of everything that they have and then go out and resell it. Yeah. So there was so many police officers that were being prosecuted for selling, for stealing and selling drugs. This is wild. I was like, what is this? This is like, you know, it's a zoo going <laughs> on, you know? So it <laughs> yeah. was like, I learned so much watching that documentary and I don't like to recommend things, but I'll definitely recommend that. Cause that was really good. Yeah. Cause it just clarified things that, <clears throat> you know, you're like, Oh, this. Mm-hmm. And I think I even asked you about it. If you like, Oh, actually, I asked you about it last week. What's that? When I said, like, I said something about the crack epidemic. Like, did you ever see anything like that in New Orleans? Oh, yeah. I never saw that. I never saw, like, hardcore drugs ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen, like, people smoke cigarettes and weed and, like, black and miles. But as far as, like, drugs, like heroin, crack, cocaine, no, I've never seen that ever in life. I know, I know. I'm saying I brought that up mm-hmm. on the pod last time, asked you about it. Like, did you ever see that? Then you brought up your uncle. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, and then we actually watched this. Right, I and know. And it kind of, you know, like, opened my eyes to, like, everything. Mm-hmm. You know? I know I did, definitely. Yeah, I know it's pretty crazy, but, you know, I don't even know how we get on this. Oh, uh, we just talked about that, that we watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was good. Like, definitely, if you guys want to learn a little bit of history, for sure watch it, because it was so entertaining. It was very good, yeah. yeah. I definitely um, recommend people to watch. It's called Crack, right? Crack. Crack. Just that. I remember this crack. guy had this. Um, this young guy. He had this um, 
caffeine candy mm-hmm. and he called it uh crack what yeah and you know he's trying to get i think he was trying to get uh money from it it wasn't um it wasn't shark tank it was before shark tank oh wow this is um something donnie deutsch mm-hmm. he had like a business show and he had people come on and the guy came on i remember that Don, donnie deutsch yeah yeah and i wonder what he's doing now i don't know we should google him well yeah. after yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he had like um like a packet kind of like Candy like Skittles or M Ms or anything like a packet of candy, and it was like these little brown, like uh, candies with like eyes where they could see whatever. Oh hell no! And they called it crack, and he's like, "This is you know called crack." And he's like, "Don't you think you want to change the name?" He right. says, "Nah, the name is part of why it sells so well because oh, no. yeah, because he says so. What what does it do? He says you eat it, and it's like each each uh, chocolate piece has like coffee and caffeine in it." And it really like gets you up, so it's like you're. It's kind of like you're on crack. Oh God. Yeah, I know. No, thank you. This is why I do too. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, uh, there's a lot no of times when I see you. on those shows where I'm like, it's so embarrassing. Where a guy came on, remember the Snuggie? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, you saw that show. I, that, see, I saw that episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, where he was like, yeah, you know, um, I just need something to keep me warm. And I asked my mom if she could make something, and mm-hmm. she made this thing. They're like, hold on, hold on. Your mom invented the Snuggie? He's like, um, <laughs> uh, like, where well, is she? she helped. He's right, like, right. I designed it. I told her, he's like, okay, th- sh- I hope you're taking care of her. He's like, uh, she's, she's doing good. Uh, she's doing good. You know, uh, oh, I was my like, goodness. is she part of the company? He's like, no, but I did pay her at the beginning. I was like, you, you're lying. No, he did. You know, he did. You're lying about the entire thing. <laughs> She's living in a basement. That's so messed up. And I here said, we are. The boys love their Snuggies. Yeah. They love them. Oh, my God. They each got two of them. What kind of dinosaur one? Yeah, I don't got the dinosaur one, which I honestly think it's a dragon. Yeah. But I'm going to just tell him it's a dinosaur. And then Kenzo got an elephant, but then he also has the Bucky's one, too. Yeah, I know. That, uh, Auntie PC gave him. Yeah, he has two. So he lo- they love that thing. They just be walking around the house with the little hoodie on their head, and they got their little blankets. You saw, remember the other Snuggie one they came out with? The almost looked like a preacher. No, I never saw that it's one. It was a big one. It was like a, uh, they have all these different types. You really? See the, they have the newest one I saw. This was a year ago. Mm-hmm. An over, over, oversized hoodie. Oh, see, I need that. Yeah, so it's like a gigantic hoodie. Yeah. You know, like something you could slit, you know, you could put like seven arms in one. Oh, arm. I need that. Yeah. Like super oversized. Man. Super, yeah, 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 I like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, just like <laughs> snuggling up. I like that. You better get out of here. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, so uh, have you ever thought of any of those type of inventions? Like were, when those came out, were you like, man, I wish I came up with that? No, heck no. I mean, when it, when that first came out, I think I thought it was too cool to have one, you know? Yeah. You know, when you see stuff like that, you're like, that's so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. But then as you get older, you're like, I want one. <laughs> <laughs> but I would never, have, you know, something about anything that's super trendy. Yeah. Well, you know, that's me. I'm always like anti. Yeah. Anything everybody doing, I'm like, I don't like. No, it. but I thought you would be the person who, su- who would see it on the ad and say, I need a, ha- I need this. Well, now, yeah, as mm-hmm. an old lady, for sure, I need it. But like, you know, when I was a young buck, you know what I mean? I that, nah, I, I never thought of wanting <laughs> one. But now, for sure, I'm like, let me put that on my birthday list. Man. My birthday coming up, y'all. Is it? No, no it it's not. <laughs> I mean, you always got to get ready. You know, if you stay ready, you you, you got to get ready, but you got to stay ready to get ready. What is what is the saying? It's you say a, stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. Yeah, stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. So my birthday's in September. So, you know, I'm just just letting you know. Hell yeah. Guess what? <laughs> we have a huge announcement. We do? We, me and Bly, mm-hmm. 
are going to Hawaii. Yes. We're going to Hawaii. 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 Where, where, where in Hawaii? Honolulu. Honolulu. Lawakiki. For the low, low. Okay, y'all. So let me tell y'all. Okay, for the ones who are in Dallas. There is this website. Well, actually, I follow them on Instagram. It's called... Illegal flights? No, no, no. It's called Cheap DFW. Yeah. And so basically, you go on the website. Well, I follow them on Instagram. So like two, three times a week, they're always posting, oh, from this day to this date, um, this price to fly this place. So I saw one for Honolulu, Maui, and I think it's Kona. I can't remember the name of the Mm -hmm. islands, but... From DFW, uh, round trip, one ninety seven. Get out of here. One hundred and ninety seven dollars. So I was like, okay, I have a coworker who she went to Hawaii twice based off of this ad or app or, or whatever website. So I said, okay, let me let me do my research. So I get on the app, the, the website. And they already have the dates picked out and it's like hundreds of dates. So you just kind of have to like finagle, pick up, figure out which one is best for you. So I'm clicking it and I'm like, and it takes you to Priceline website. And it's like, yeah, 197 round trip for American airline. Wow. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, and I'm, I'm, my heart's beating. I'm like, okay, this, this is too good to be true. Cause we've talked about going to Hawaii this year. And I was like, babe, I can't, can we go to Hawaii? Like, I mean, I'm looking at trips for $197, $200 per person. Like, this is a dream come true. We cannot be <laughs> You hear yourself. You know what I mean? You can't. You really can't. So, I'm, I mean, I'm on the website for, like, hours just trying to figure out, like, the perfect days because, you know, it, I didn't want to go, like, during Valentine's Day, and I didn't want to go during Mother's Day, and I didn't want to go around Easter. You know, so it was just like, okay, we got three holidays coming up, and the deals were from January to May. So that's all those holidays within those months. So then I'm finagle, you know, figuring it out. And then finally we booked a, a day. So we'll be there for five days or four days. No, five days. I think it's four days, five It's actually nights. four days. It's three nights, oh. four days. But technically it's five days because one of our flights is like an overnight flight. But the cool thing about it is once we arrive, we're there literally the whole entire day. And then the day we fly out, we fly out at night. So we have like four entire days on the island and I'm like Is that enough though? That's look, that's more than enough. I think that's like and we can always go back. I yeah, mean, yeah, but you know I'm really looking for what are you calling? Let, let, let me tell you. Let me tell y'all. Number one, hot weather. That's that's first and foremost. And the beach, you know, I, I need the sand and I need the little water between my toes. But I'm looking forward to like just good food, fresh Fish, you know what I mean. Mm. The the fruit. I want that barbecue. I want yes, that, the barbecue. I think Hawaiian barbecue. Is yes. it, I know Korean barbecue is amazing. They have Korean barbecue there too. I looked up restaurants. Remember, guy he he showed it like you know um, mm-hmm. as far as him going to this one place on the island. But continue. Oh, I can't remember. I want to find yeah, this one. Thing I'm looking for, you. for just great food, and I want to go where like the locals go. You know, I want to do like some great shopping, just like the flea markets. I love you know, flea markets. And I love like little cute finds that's like super unique. So I'm really looking forward to just having a great relaxing time, like even excursions. I want to do all the crazy stuff. So I'm just going to plan it all out. You know, usually like first day there, just kind of do like sightseeing and then dinner. And then the rest of the days is just like fun, 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 like hiking and parasailing and 
sunset cruises and swimming with the dolphins. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Just, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because our <laughs> trip last year, 2020, we were supposed to go to Mexico, had everything booked. And the week before we we're supposed to go, everything shut down. It was literally the, yeah, it was literally it was the, the week, week before. Yeah, we like, should Ugh. we just take the risk? I was, I was going, we, we were taking that risk. If y'all listen back to those episodes, I was like, look, the only reason why we ain't going to go is because they're going to cancel our trip. Mm-hmm. Like they had to cancel our trip because I wasn't going to cancel it. So one day I, I got the email and it was like, everything was refunded back. Like the trip is canceled. I was so heartbroken because we needed a vacation. Yeah. You know what I mean? We needed it. Need that. Need that. <laughs> so now we're going to go to Hawaii. So yeah, whenever you guys get a chance, if you're in Dallas or yeah, Dallas Fort Worth area for sure. Look it up. I think it's cheapdfw.com. And there's always great deals. The crazy part is I got two of my coworkers to go to Hawaii as well. So they also looked at the flights and everything too. So I mean 197 per person, like I was round trip. I was trying to Google to see if um Hawaii is a blue zone. What's blue zone? A blue zone, listen to this. Blue zones are regions of the world where a higher than usual number of people live much longer than the average. Ooh. So there's areas that where just people live. Yeah. You know, that for some reason, if you live in these areas, you you just live so much longer. I'm sure people who live in Hawaii, they probably hella happy. Yeah. I mean, you got good food, you got beaches, you got beautiful weather. Like, what is that to be stressed about? I know. You know how I mean? can you be? I don't think you can be stressed in Hawaii. No, I used to work with this lady a couple of years ago. She was um, she lived in Hawaii for years and then she moved here for like her husband had to work or whatever. And she was like hella depressed that she was living here. She's like, I want to go back to Hawaii. Wow. I was like, I mean, I, I could see why, you know, it's got cool news. What's that? In August of 2017, it says Hawaii County will be become the first county in the United States to receive a blue zone designation so that was in 2017 mm-hmm. wow see east saying? and north hawaii why would you not live long you know what i mean in hawaii yeah but you know it's even the word calms even you. the word yeah because he's like where are you going he's like hawaii he's like oh man i know you know what I'm and i don't even care if it rains the entire time yeah i really do not look you're talking about <laughs> Like, you know, that's the place. I ain't going to gas it too hard, Mm-mm. but that's the place when it comes to any yeah. place that's an o- oasis. Yeah, exactly. That's the word. That's the word of the day. Yeah. Oasis. Oasis. And you know what I mean? Like, we were trying to, we, we just wanted to go on vacation. We didn't care where we were going. We were going to go to Miami because Miami had trips, round trips, $77. And we was like, let's just go somewhere. But then Miami, when we looked it up, the weather was like, not that great. I mean, you're looking at 60 degrees, you know, mm-hmm. in February, March. So I was like, I don't want to be on the beach and it'd be cold. But Hawaii, psh, look, man, you can't tell me nothing. You said Oasis, that word of the day. You know the other words, you know, I was going to put as a word of the day. What? Capitulate. <laughs> you know what capitulate is? No. <laughs> when you like fold and give in, like I capitulated, you know? Do people actually use that word? Yeah, people use that word. Capitulate. What, it, what is it? Capitulate. Capitu- capitulate? Yeah, like C-A-P-chulate. <laughs> <laughs> so you said that means like you just give it, like you throw in a towel? It's uh, kind of like that or? Yeah, exactly that. It's like uh, to surrender. Oh. Unconditionally. You're like, uh, you know. Okay, When you right. capitulate, like you fold under pressure. 
That's kind of like what you did when I brought up the whole Hawaii thing. <laughs> he was like, let me think about it. I was like, nope, I'm booking it right now. I'm about yeah, to book it. I was going to do a twofer, though, for two uh, two words of the day. Oh, what's the, what's the other word? Sedition. Sedition. That's what everyone's accusing Trump of. Oh, what's that? What's, what's sedition? You know, in, they're, they're trying to get him for insurrection and sedition. I don't even know. Because, you know, they're saying it's not a, a coup. You know what a coup. Yeah. So they say, no, this is sedition. So you look up sedition, mm-hmm. that's incitement of discontent or rebellion against the government. Mm, that sounds like Trump. That's Trump's middle name. <laughs> Trump sedition. What's his first? Donald sedition Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you don't stop. <laughs> For real. Get him out of here. Yeah, man. But uh, do you feel do you feel relaxed even talking about Hawaii? Or? Yes, I'm ready to go. And we ain't going no time soon, y'all. But I am ready. Yeah, I feel like we should take a vacation before we actually go to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> we should actually. It's kind of so far. It's not that far away. I mean, I don't want to tell y'all when it is because I don't want nobody breaking time. I was about to say, I was like, you know, they're going to try to rob us. You know, they're going to try to rob us. But um, I feel like we should take like a, a like a little short vacation before we actually go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. You don't? You think so? Or am I doing like the most? No, I, I love it. I love it. I want it. Yeah. Take, you know, make moves. If it's just me and you, then yeah. Of course. Well, it. if we take the kids, it's definitely not a vacation. <laughs> that's work. You know what I mean? Yeah, unless you go like Disney World or something. No, that's that's work. Yeah. Yeah, nah. I mean, even if we did like Austin. Austin is such a great little getaway place and it's not that far. It's like a three hour drive. And you know, I like outdoors, so there's like the lake. What is it? Lake Travis and mm-hmm. You know, there's zip lining. It's probably like a really great uh, time to do zip lining because it's not like too hot or whatever. Um, yeah, I love Austin. Yeah, Austin's amazing. Food is good. Shopping is great. They have the outlets there. The racism isn't that good, but I mean, than, the racism. That, yeah, we just kind of like turn our you know turn our heads <laughs> at the racism. But I mean, I've, I think I've only been to Austin a few times, maybe like three times, maybe three or four times. But I haven't really experienced anything like racist i guess yeah i haven't either but yeah but you know, i hear uh, it's pretty racist yeah i hear people always have like people who live there mm-hmm. it's like it's just not too friendly when uh you know and I'm like, oh damn you remember one time we went this is my birthday a couple of years ago we did meet a black girl who was working there yeah. and you asked her you was like how is like the racism and she's like yeah it's kind of like segregated you yeah know? <laughs> she was like, i mean because i think she was from houston yeah and she's like yeah i mean i i see yeah but you know i was just yeah. like girl it's there it's there <laughs> you're just trying to be a little quiet about it and but. austin small Really? Yeah, you know what's called um, <clears throat> one of his factories over there, um, Elon Musk. Uh, yeah, you told me that. So that would have been kind of cool if he came to Dallas, though. I know, that would have been great. Man, if he came to Dallas, that probably would have brought a lot of people and money. Yeah, even but more, I, even I was more. hoping Amazon would come to Dallas, though. Where is Amazon? Remember they chose, I think it was Seattle or where they chose? I think oh, it was New I York. It was between like New York and like. Dallas. Oh, they should have came here. Would have been perfect. Yeah. I mean, come on now, Dallas. Yeah. You could build a huge, whatever, factory, HR office, whatever they're trying to build, <laughs> you know, like headquarters in yeah. Dallas. Like they would have had the, we got the land, Yeah, you know, like that was stupid y'all. Yeah, I know. And you know, he got the tax credit somewhere else. Oh, see, let me run it. <laughs> you know I mean? Let you run Amazon. I'm always, I'm only asking for a small salary of a million dollars a year. Like, oh let me God. just go ahead and run it. You know, Elon Musk, uh, beat out Jeff Bezos for richest man in the world. Really? Yeah. Elon Musk. How? I know. Wait, are we talking about the guy who did, who does the Teslas? Yeah. He got, he became richer. The number one richest person in the world. What? Yeah. As much as I shop on Amazon? Yeah. And it, look, to me, it didn't even make sense. No, it doesn't. But um, he beat him by a billion dollars. 
Oh, just a small billion dollars? Yeah. Oh, must be nice. Isn't that crazy? A billion? How how you just got a billion dollars just like laying around? No, well, he has over a hundred billion. Even worse. Yeah, but I'm saying that he beat Jeff Bezos by a billion. Dang, somebody said something that was smart but stupid but funny. They said if, if Elon, I think he said Elon Musk or maybe Jeff Bezos, if one of them gave every person one dollar, and like every oh, person in the world one dollar, they'll still be be a billionaire. I was like, that is true. <laughs> like, why they just can't give everybody like a thousand dollars? Oh, they do. Oh, they do. I don't know. Stimulus t- check I, to they, the world. They just come to Gucci and just shop with me. But you know, again, if anybody's trying to invest, he's the guy to invest in. Which one? I wouldn't say just you know Elon Musk, but yeah. you know Tesla. Mm-hmm. Definitely uh, invest in Tesla. Yeah. Amazon. Think about it. Amazon ain't going nowhere. Are do are we invested in in Amazon? Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Because as much as I got a package coming to the house every day, yeah, invested in Amazon. Like, We're heavy in Tesla. Yeah. Okay. Good. But I want to put more. Yeah, you do. You told but, me about that. Yeah, but you know, um, Stripe. That's who I use for. Well, everyone uses them with, um, uh, you know, credit cards. Yeah. So they're gonna go public. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's gonna be a major. Ready one. for that too? Super ready because I love Stripe and. There's two brothers who started it and mm-hmm. they have a really good story. Oh, wow. So I really like, you know, people who have really good stories. Yeah. Going to go heavy into Stripe. And then Coinbase, which is where people buy crypto. Mm-hmm. They're going to go public, too. And then also where I even trade stocks, Robinhood. <laughs> they're going public, too. Yeah, all this stock talk makes me really nervous. Oh, why? I don't know if the people know this about me. Because, you know, I'm very, I'm very nervous about money. Like it, it, the conversation about money is just very like, yeah, but touchy to me when you're like, oh, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna put money here and put money there. I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah, you just I, trust I, it. Yeah, I, I just trust you. That's okay. Because cool. <laughs> I don't be like, I don't, I don't know what you're mm-hmm. doing. You know, like you could be a millionaire and I would have no clue. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah, like, hey, let's just, <laughs> yeah, no, just keep, keep it up. <laughs> I have no idea. But, but you gotta learn so you could get yeah, into the game. And my girlfriends like they're into it. Like they're doing it now. They they would well not we. I was more like just reading the text messages, but they were talking about like the stocks that they are investing in and that they are um, that they have already invested in. And I'm just like a fly on the wall. I'm like, what is this that they talking about? And that's when I asked you. I was like, are we invested in this stuff? You know, like <laughs> what is this? It's just so I don't know. They're really into it now. Which yeah, is well, cool, you know, but. it makes the, the the climate because you know um, stocks are based on future earnings. Yeah, what's going to happen in the future, not what's happening right now. That's where people, a lot of people putting their money mm-hmm. and Robinhood is making it a lot easier for people to kind of get into the game and see it right, right there in front of you. I remember Robinhood. Is that where you pay? Like if you buy something, they take like the remainder or the coins or something. No, like that's that? ac- uh, acorns. Oh, okay. Okay. I think I, I had that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think I signed you up for you that. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which you rounds did. up and puts yeah. that, which is still good. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so right now. Everyone looks like they're an all-star with trading just Man. because things are just kind of going up Yeah, uh, based on uncertainty and things that are happening. And, mm-hmm. you know, even like when they do votes on in the Senate or all these different type of movements and then it changes the traje- uh, trajectory of different type of stocks. So mm-hmm. um, it's fun. But, yeah. it's, but I'm a long term. Yeah. I'm not uh, a day trader. 
not a not a swing trader. See, that would be me. I would put the money in, and as soon as it grows a dollar, I'm like, nope, get my money back. I already made it. <laughs> or I would be the type take that, the profit. Yeah, exactly. I would have to like flip it, whatever I invest, and then I'm good. Like I just want to take it out because I'd be too nervous that I'm gonna lose it all. Yeah. And I guess like when you when you invest and you dibble and dabble in stocks and all that stuff, you mm-hmm. can't be like a nervous person. You have to like be brave and be okay to lose a few dollars to gain a couple of hundreds, you know, whereas me, I'm like, nah, I'm too, too nervous for all that. Or, you know, you could find what you believe in. Amazon. Yeah. So if it was you, you would put most of your money in Amazon. Definitely. Cause that's what you believe in. That's what yes. you, that's how you got to be fully convicted because yeah, you go into it, it could go up and down, but you don't even care because you're really invested with the company. This is true. I mean, Amazon. Everybody I know has like a Prime membership. Yeah. Like, I'm mean, everybody. And if you, if you don't, then you haven't met me because I will convince you to get a Prime membership. Mm-hmm. But like, see, but see, Amazon's still kind of low key young when it comes to mm-hmm. their success. They, it's only been the last I would say four or five years. Yeah. That they've been very successful. Mm-hmm. On this whole connecting everybody, the two day right. shipping, mm-hmm. the you know the Prime. Everything they're doing, they're just adding it on. Exactly. And they still haven't, like, you know, taken over yet. That's true. You know, they're still building, you mm-hmm. know, because they're battling out with, like, you know, uh, not Whole Foods. Uh, they're battling out with uh, Walmart. Walmart, yeah. You know, and Walmart's, like, trying to catch up. But Amazon is really trying to link these networks. And you got Elon Musk who's trying to create uh, Starlink, which is mm-hmm. um, he wants his satellites above all these different countries. So mm-hmm. everyone has access to Internet. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and he says... If he can make it where you pay, you know, $40 a month mm-hmm. for high speed, super fast internet. Yeah. And you can really connect the world and make it move much faster. Wow. That's how he sees it. So you might have to make it a little bit cheaper than that, though, because $40 for some people, that's a lot. You that's know a lot. I mean? yeah. That's a lot of money. So he might have to make it like $20. Yeah, but if someone leaves it unlocked, uh, a login. Oh, thing. God. <laughs> you know, have you seen like when people make, uh, like when they change their name of their the router or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So therefore you don't like log on to theirs. Oh yeah. Yeah. They call it like, um, this is a virus, you know? And he's like, even if they do that, I still don't touch it. Cause I'm you like, don't? Eh, I don't I'm know. like, click. No, I'm just, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. man. That is so funny. But yeah, I mean, investing in all that, that's pretty cool, but I'm gonna just let you handle that. And I'm gonna just, you know, go where I know. Like, yeah. Where I'm yeah whenever you're ready. Yeah. No, I, I'm never going to be ready, ready though. I'll, I'll leave that to you. Well, I'll take it. Okay, good. And I'll, I always make good decisions, though. You do. You make really good decisions. That's yeah. why I trust you. That's why when you bring it up to me, you're like, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, I know people. Keep up the good work. Women, I know women <laughs> listening like, mm-mm-mm, I feel sorry for her. No. <laughs> Don't feel sorry for me. Trust me. <laughs> do not feel sorry for me because I reap all the benefits. <laughs> <laughs> I reap all the benefits. But no, Man. I mean, it's all good. How So, um. I know. I even asked you how your week was. Hey, it wasn't that great. It was okay. It was okay. I've been suffering from headaches this whole week, and I know you get tired of me complaining, like, oh, "Babe, my head hurts." But no, I've been having like some serious like migraines. So yesterday, I had to leave work a little bit earlier because I was like, "Oh God, I don't even know I could finish when, this day." When it gets that bad, your stomach like starts to turn or no, something. No, it's what not happened? my stomach. I get real lightheaded. I get dizzy. The lights are too much. And I mean, it doesn't help because the the store that I work at is in the mall that's kind of old. So the AC is not like that great. You know, I'm wearing a suit. So I'm already like hot. hot. Yeah, I'm hot and I'm like sweaty and I'm just like, you know, exhausted. 
And then, you know, you're constantly having conversations with people. So there's not really a time to just like sit down and just like chill, you know, and it's always busy. So it started off as a headache. And then eventually it was like, I, I just felt it, you know, just coming again, strong and strong. And then turned into a migraine, full blown migraine, like literally within like a minute, it just hit me. And I was like, okay, let me run upstairs, get some medicine. Took that, that didn't work. I was like, all right, y'all. Normally, I, I push through and I'll, I'll stay to the end. I was like, but I can't do it. Like, that was, I had a headache three days in a row. Mm-hmm. And I think because I had a headache two days before I had the migraine, it never, I never really, like, solved it, I guess. So I just, like, had a headache and then it rolled over to the next day. And then the next day it was just, like, boom. I know. That's the Knock worst part. Yeah. Is suffering and pushing through. Yeah, that's. That's what I do a lot. Yeah. I do that a lot. I suffer in silence and I push through. But you can see on my face that I'm like struggling. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you have a migraine for people who get migraines, like it's very hard to keep your eyes open. Like you feel so hot, you know, and it's like you want to eat something cold. I don't know. For me, it's just like I just have to close my eyes and lay down and just like turn everything off for it to go away. So I have like this ritual that I do and it, it helps and then the nacho fries are back at uh, Taco Bell. So <laughs> <laughs> so he brought me some nacho fries, which was like the best treat ever. And I'm like eating it in bed and pitch black darkness, you know, but with cheese dip, with cheese dip. I was just like, oh, just eating mm-hmm. cheese dip, you know, French fries. But, you know, it's all good. though. You feel better now? I feel better. I had like a little headache today, but I ate really heavy for lunch. So that, that helped. That's solid right there. Yeah, you got it. But it wasn't good, though. I mean, it was it was delicious, but it wasn't healthy. What was it? I had a uh, chicken Philly sandwich. Oh, from Charlie's. Uh, yeah, man, a Philly sandwiches. From where? Charlie's Philly sandwich. It's Charlie's something Philly Philly cheesesteak sandwiches yeah, yeah, in the but mall. It's, but is that fire? What? The first time I had it was like two years ago. I was eating it every day for like a month, just like the the sandwich with the fries, and they put the seasoning like this Cajun seasoning on the fries. Man, I tore that up. But is I, that good? Stop. It is. Why did you they, ever mention this? What's going it, on? I don't know. I thought I mm-hmm. have. I know. I'm sorry. You've been keeping things secret. No, I you. don't. That's not true. And I, but okay, I I'm, I'm sure I mentioned it to you before. Mm-hmm. You probably just don't remember. I normally get the Philly cheesesteak, but this time I was like, I'm gonna get the chicken. But they cook it in front of you, which is great, and they put like um. I don't get tomatoes on them, but I do love tomatoes. But I get, um, like, they do the mushrooms, they do the bell peppers and the onions, they mix it with the meat, cook it on the grill. Then they do the slice of cheese, and then you could get a dress, like lettuce, uh, mayonnaise, and then they give you fries, hot fries, and they ask if you want, like, seasoning, this like, Cajun what seasoning. Like, what kind of fries? Just regular French fries. Oh, okay. uh, like steak fries? Steak fries, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they put the seasoning I it was, on I thought it. it was crinkle cut. Okay, no, no, not ahead. crinkle cut. It's steak <laughs> fries. And um, usually I get a lemonade, but today I was like, nah, I got water. I'm going to drink my water. And it was, it's heavy, but that's what I needed. I needed something heavy and, and delicious, but it's not healthy at all. I mean, you got the mushrooms and bell peppers, but. It sounds so good. It's delicious. And the bread, the French bread. I'm all right. Come huh, on now. You on, know I on. love me some French First bread. First off, I ain't going to lie. You ain't never broke this down to me. Oh, I'm breaking it down, right? <laughs> and I'm kind of upset because I'm like. I know. You over here experiencing like. Nirvana from this sandwich, <laughs> and this is your first time telling me like, oh, did I forget? It's like, oh my god! But see, I mean, it's good. It is good. It's not the best Philly cheesesteak I've ever had, but it's really good because it's in the mall. Oh well, you said the best Philly cheesesteak you, you you've ever had. It's not that. 
No, I don't think it's that. I don't the way you expressing yourself sounds like it's pretty well, fire. I mean, it is pretty fire, but I'm the same way with the <laughs> with this. The, the, there's this Thai food place in the mall, and mm-hmm. I'm always like, man, I love their their uh, pad Thai. And you're like, it's all right, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, you know. And then I love Shalaski sandwiches, and he's like, "Ew, it's too sweet." I'm like, "I love it. I can eat Shalaskis every single day." That meat too sweet. I love it. <laughs> you know, so if you try the Philly cheesesteak, you'd be like, "It's okay," but for it to be in the mall, that's like probably one of the best things that we have in the mall because you got like Subway, boring, which which, eh. pizza. Oh my god, do you hear mm. yourself? You're you're over here comparing you know? fast food spots and how delicious they are compared to another. But yeah, y'all have it's all the, good. Yeah, I like a I like a good Philly cheesesteak with some fries. I want some now. It's delicious. You should try it. Yeah, I want to get the original though. The yeah, the original is good. The original. Yeah, with everything on it. Ooh. And they even have the fries that uh, I'm probably making y'all hungry too. With like the cheese and bacon and all that. They mm. ha- I never had it, but they, they you know they advertise it. But that looks really good too. I can't eat anything that heavy while I'm at work. I still have to be able to perform. You I know, know, I can't have the itis. Sleep. Exactly. <laughs> can't have the itis, but I just needed something a little heavy to, you know, put in my stomach so I won't get a headache. Because a lot of times my headaches are hungry headaches that end up turning into Migraine. migraines. Yeah. Man. I just don't eat enough, which I feel like I do, but I guess my body's telling me I don't. So, Well, <laughs> you know what that means? It's time to go get a Philly cheesesteak. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I want that Philly cheesesteak ASAP. It's good. It's delicious. Man. I know. Well, this is such a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> As you already know, we will see y'all next week. See you in the future. We love y'all. See you later. Uh, peace out. Peace. Whatever you do, make sure that you're your own biggest cheerleader. Peace out.